Riverside. I mean, I had a mild panic because I fully thought you had frozen on my screen there. <laughs> I'm guessing this is talk time. <laughs> this is us. We are on now. This is go time. Oh, this has gone well. Hello, everybody. It's us, and we're back for another episode of Did You See The Thing? It is I, PJ, and I am joined, as ever, not live, because we bugger that up, you, sir, are who? Me, Andrew, and yes, we did bugger it up. Yep. I mean, there was a lot of buggering up. There were many, many mistakes. Steady. Um, We both forgot important things. One of my thing was for the live podcast, your (laughs) thing was for Sunday fun. Yeah, that sounds weird again. It, it does. was Haggis. <laughs> it was Haggis because Scotland. Um, yeah, so we kind of flubbed that a little bit, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Bit dumb. Yeah. Good weekend though. Was a good weekend. And actually, I don't know. I mean, we'd obviously planned to do this live with our SOs on Sunday, but it actually would have been a bit of a faff because it ended up unraveling a different way. It did, which was yeah. very good, in fact. Yes. Tremendous. It was absolutely tremendous. All gravy then, down your way, now that I'm back up this way? Since you left, uh, just an upward trajectory, really. It's funny how that goes, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, no. Very funny. And you know what? It's been a much healthier week than it was last weekend. Yes. Thus far. We had vegetarian meals this week in an effort to... uh... I had a near vegan lunch on Tuesday. Wow. I added water. some ham because I had some. Oh. <laughs> I would have been vegan otherwise. It was good. Ham and water. Good, good choice. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> ham and fresh air. <laughs> ah. That was good. Health. Yum, 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 yum. Um, to follow on the trend of our last uh, three weeks, I think, at this point, we are changing the format slightly again. Um, we're, we're just going to do our... Last of Us. Our, our Last of Us bit, thank you. <laughs> and then, I guess it's similar to last week, we are not going to do our Did You See The Things? And then our middle bit is going to be Did You See The Things? Because there's a lot to cover this week. A lot of good news. Maybe some maybe some other news. Ooh, that sounds ominous. I, I can't remember if I have any, but I, I think I do have something. Anyway. We'll get to find out. Last of Us. Yep. Episode, Episode three. three. Whoa. Nick Offerman's big big episode. Nick Offerman's huge, huge, very important performance. And very emotional. Very <laughs> like emotional. extremely. So okay, I mean you've said that. Where do we stand on this episode? Um I think I said to Carla when it finished that was very tender and very lovely, but very hairy. <laughs> very hairy. Yes. Some big beard action, some good long hair. I'm not going to mince my words here. I fucking loved it. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was great. I, <laughs> but I don't really know why. I think it was just a really nice love story, really. It was a lovely love story. Uh, they, I knew they were kicking me in the emotional feels when they played On the Arrival of Daylight by Max Richter, which also plays at the start of Arrival. Oh, just tough. <laughs> tough. So this, though, for me as well, was a big surprise. This is the biggest deviation from the game that they've had so far. So I was going to ask you this because aside from the raid that, that um, not Nick and Frank, Bill, Bill and Frank, and Frank. <laughs> um, <laughs> apart from the raid that they are faced with sort of partway through the episode, there, I, I can't. I couldn't see any sort of playable moments from this. So I was. I did wonder: is any of this in the game? I obviously know Bill's in the game because you've mentioned him before. Frank is he a game guy? E, kind of. Kind of. Okay. Vague. Do you want me? Shall I? Shall I just break down what happens in um, in the game, and then you can sort of everybody can mull it over, and then we can carry on talking about the episode. Sure. In the game, uh, Tess has just died. You're very similarly to episode two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are going to Bill and Frank's to, um, again, like Joel does in this episode, to get a vehicle to carry on the journey. That stuff, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Bill 
like in this, has a whole town. But he's, it's not, I'm thinking, he's got small chunks of it, which he's super protected. And then other chunks of it just have traps around. Mm-hmm. And he's not cleared it out or anything like that. There's, there's like still stuff around. There's a lot of infected around. Okay. Um, uh, so you go through all of that. Eventually, you get trapped in one of Bill's traps where you're hung upside down. And oh, he yeah. comes and saves you from the infected. And then you go to one of his safe houses. And then he was like, basically, I can get you a battery for one of these vehicles, but we need to go to the other side of the town. Okay. So you have to do all of that. You travel across the town with him, dodging lots of, of the clickers and stuff like that. Um, and then you get to a house where he knows there is a car with a battery. You end up just taking that car, but in that house, you find the corpse of Frank. Okay. Who, um, him and Bill had an argument and he tried to leave and he gets bitten as he's attempting to leave and then he doesn't want to go on any further. So you find him hanging from the ceiling. So that bit in this episode where they do a, a quick time jump after they've ju- sort of just getting together after they first meet yep. and they storm it into the street and have the argument about gardening yep. or whatever it was. Yeah, pretty much. I guess that's maybe where that would have slotted in in the game perhaps. That's Yes, so it's something like that sets uh, Frank off to do this or anything. Right. But, so a lot of people seem to have missed it. Bill, it's never explicitly said in the game, Bill is gay. You don't see him kiss Frank or anything like that. However, he refers to him regularly as his partner, um, he has like this sounds ridiculous. There's like gay porn magazines in one of his storerooms. Like it's very obvious he is gay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's very obvious in this. It's very <laughs> obvious. Extremely. Um. Okay. Interesting. So, as this is the most, like you said, this is the most different we've had. Yes. From the game. Mm-hmm. For. A for good reason do you think like i mean aside from this being an excellent standalone episode and again acted very well and and put together very well does it give anything to the story from what you know from the other version of this same story yes i think this is actually a better version of what's in the game interesting the bill game game bill (laughs) (laughs) he he is a nothing character he comes in, he's a bit argumentative and he gets you to a battery and you never see or hear from him again. That's, that's his whole thing. He's a very one-dimensional character, apart from the fact that he's upset that way he finds Frank dead. Um, so, there's the, we've talked about it before, the Last of Us podcast with the writing team. Mm-hmm. They talked about how really, in hindsight, they sort of the game has like this sort of like nasty ending. And they were like, well, what if we had a nice ending? Yeah, <laughs> what very, if it wasn't horrible? What if it wasn't horrible? Very few times you get to have something that wasn't horrible. And actually, The Last of Us, in some way or other, both games, has always really been about people loving each other. So why not explore that? And I was like, and I liked the, I loved the episode anyway, but listening to that, I was like, yes, I can see why they did this and correct decision. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and, and again, you sort of, I forget where it was now. It was like it was maybe it was a red carpet interview or like one of these variety interviews or whatever. But but somebody asks Joe. Um, goodness sake! Somebody asks Joel. Somebody asks Mister Pascal. Um, <laughs> Joel, yep. what is this about? And he's like, it's not. It's not about zombies. It's about people being together and coming together and helping together and working together. And yep. so it's a. The whole thing is a teamwork story. Like the whole overarching thing is a teamwork story. Yeah alongside a horrible zombie environment. It's why I've always loved the games is because, yes, there's all these horrible things and that makes tense gameplay and all that kind of stuff. But the story has always been about the people in it and what they'll do for each other and all that kind of stuff. That's what it's really about. And that's the interesting stuff to me. Yeah. Yeah. This was a great episode. I, aside from the fact that he lives in that apocalyptic place, I want to go to Bill's house. Yeah, look like we did it. Look lovely, food man. And I'm not a wine guy, but them wines, I bet he's picking them good. Um, yeah, like lovely house, very well. Um, I mean, not well kept, like not clean or anything, but like well put together in that you're yep. going to be safe. Um, 
good harmony, like strong, um, strong farm vibes. Love the strawberries. The bit where he sort of giggles in giggles. sheer joy over the strawberries. And I leant over to Carla and I was like, can you imagine not having had strawberries in like 10, 15 years? So we talked about that that moment as well. It's like, that would be, if it, we've seen everything he's eaten, that would be the first sweet thing yeah. he's had in years. That yeah. would, you would be like, Whoa! I mean, he's, there's maybe Twinkies or whatever in the, in, the, in the Walmart or whatever, because we know from like Zombieland yeah. that they last forever. forever. But, <laughs> but he doesn't seem like a Twinkie kind of guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so I really like, yeah, I also like that giggle. Um, I'm trying to think what other bits. I thought, their whole relationship was like very believable. I thought it was really great. I th- feel like we had this sort of conversation afterwards, and it's kind of like a, I don't I don't know the answer. If you were alone for what, however long, you thought that you were like basically the only person left alive, and somebody else rocked up, you would look for that companionship as quickly as possible. I don't Please even think would... don't be a psychopath. <laughs> I I don't think you would look for it. I think almost like exactly what happened. You it would almost just happen. Like, you wouldn't be looking for it. It would be one of those, I mean, like a spontaneity thing. That sounds kind of weird and cliche, but it would be the same sort of spontaneity that happens in this and the just excitement. Yeah. As soon as you're over the scepticism of them being infected or mental or a raider or whatever, yeah. I think it would probably come quite naturally. Yeah. Like what it did in this, they just had that shared enjoyment this the glee over Frank getting that first meal that he's had in days, the the excitement that he's he plays music and then Bill the excitement that Frank must have felt when Bill played and sung him that song. Yeah. As this people the- who clearly are like from that world who like the arts and stuff like that. Because Bill because um Frank could play and then Bill could obviously play as well. They're obviously from that background where that's that's one of their natural connections is music yeah. and art and stuff. So um, it's interesting because they, they, so that is obviously, there's no music in Bill's thing in the game, but music, I don't want to spoil it because we are getting a season two music is like incredibly important in the second one. Interesting. Okay. Um, so the addition of this music scene, I was like, Oh, I feel like that's smart. It kind of brings them together more than, the mm. two versions of the games do not that like they're separate, but there is about seven times in part two where you don't have to. Some of them are are optional anyway. You sit down and play the guitar. Oh yes, I've seen about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, music is big in the Last of Us world, so I think it's cool that they have incorporated it into this version. It's here as well. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um. I'm sort of trying to think, where does this leave us, though? Because this was like, until the last couple of minutes, this was a very standalone story. I mean, it it, it took a massive leap back to the beginning of the outbreak. <laughs> and then just just these two people's journey through that timeline until the point where Joel and Ellie turn up at the end of the episode, we're back in present day they just leave so i don't know we've not really had any of their story progression other than they got their vehicle they they're going to i forget where joel said it was but they're going to where he was initially going to go and hope that ellie's people can get there too so um yeah i think i think and i think this is important for joel and ellie as they progress i think a lot of this was building their relationship between them Hmm. he's becoming more protective um and she's becoming she's coming out of her shell she's way more talkative with him in this than um has previously been stated Hmm. she's also a tiny little psychopath the bit where she goes down into that basement and then slowly cuts the infected's like head open before stabbing him in the head she does not do that in the game however in the game she is also a psychopath but not visualize not like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Carla's reaction, but like the whole time was in suspense, obviously hiding behind the blanket type thing, saying, "Don't, don't walk over to that person. Don't walk over to." <laughs> and then she then she starts cutting. And she goes, oh, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> 
on a really weird, morbid level, I can kind of see why you would. I totally get want it. To. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, are they mushroomy under there? Like, if I cut that open, is that going to be mushrooms? Yeah, I do understand that to an extent. I t- would I actually do it? No. As soon as that screamed, I'd be like, ah, ah, ah. I, there's no way I'd have even gone in the basement. No, me Not neither. I was for a start. I'd have stuck my head in first. I'd have made a lot of noise, see if anybody came to the hole. And then I'd have put my head in to have a look before dropping my entire body in. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'd have seen the scary hatch and just pulled something heavy over it. Over like, it, yeah. Added to the hatch. Nope. <laughs> hey, Joel, there's a bad hatch and we're not going there. <laughs> he had a, a, a line which really tickled me there where she said to him, like, you've lost it, haven't you? And he's like, no, I'm zeroing in on it. <laughs> I should start using that. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't lose things very often because I'm very OCD about that sort of stuff. But there's someone else in my life who does lose things quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I enjoyed him zeroing in on it. Yeah, that's Um, a good point. I'm trying to think of any other interesting bits about Joel and Ellie. Um, Not really. It's nice to see them progress. I like the bits where you sort of get reminded that she's grown up in this world where he says, can you put your seatbelt on? And she's like, oh yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't loads of them, but the stuff that we got of them was, like you say, like relationship building as opposed to story building. Yep. So that was, that was good. I will also say, not to give spoilers away, perhaps Bill and Frank's story is... Not over? No, it's definitely over. But perhaps it's a um, sort of a microcosm of The Last of Us as a whole. Oh. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Peril! So here's the thing. Everybody was very emotional. I felt very emotional in this. Katie, if she won't mind me saying, cried. Um, I have a fantastic photo of my sister. After oh, watching no. this episode, I won't put this online, Michaela, if you are listening, but I am going to show Andrew it now. But, uh, but I know where you're going because you texted me about this. It was extremely emotional, very hard hitting, but we do, oh goodness, it does look, <laughs> it does look rather emotional. We do have a problem, don't we? The problem is um, the most emotional parts uh, of the game, anyway, are. Um, they're still to come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I can't wait for the rest of this to be a horrible ride. It's <laughs> like, I think there's like three moments I can think of in my mind where we're, it's going to be, it's going to be intense. <laughs> awful, 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 awful. Can't wait for episode four. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so excited. What I would love for them to do is now just do what they did with episode three and just give us another spinoff of a minor character. So just don't progress Joel and Ellie. Just give us give us Tess at Ellie's age and just massive flashbacks leading towards this. <laughs> um yeah, I think I don't know if I was, there's much more to say. I think this it was just really great. It was really well written. I think it was really well acted. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where um Frank says to Bill, you know, he explains how this is gonna be his last day. And Bill like shuffles on the sofa towards him. Seeing Nick Offerman like crying is weirdly tough. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we've, I've never seen Nick Offerman play a character anywhere near as vulnerable as this. No. And man's got range. Yeah, he's very good. I would also like to mention, and I can't remember his name, the guy that played Frank Murray something. Is that right? Oh, yeah, I don't know. So two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I had no idea who he is. Anyway, he came on screen and I realised um, he's in White Lotus, which uh, Katie and I have been watching recently. Oh, there you go. And he can plays a completely different <laughs> character. So he also got range. He too has a lot of range. <laughs> Fair play, fellas. This was excellent. I texted you after, the sh- after it finished. Uh, Murray Bartlett. There we go. Murray Bartlett. There you go. Yeah. Well done, Murray. I yeah texted you after the episode finished and I said that this show is absolutely all over the place because week one episode slapped, but I didn't know what I was getting myself in for, really. Yep. So you've got nothing else to compare it to. Episode two, very different. So I immediately thought, 
it was a better episode. And then I thought, well, no, episode one was had so many more more better things, but it was a different kind of episode. Yep. And this one has done the same again. Completely different episode. My yep. favourite episode so far, but it's not really comparable to the others because it's, so different. it's, like, it's a standalone love story. <laughs> like You could have released this as just a short film yeah. by itself and yep. it would have worked just as well. Yep. And it would have gone to Cannes and the whole place would have fell about weeping. Yep. Uh, like many people's sofas. Yeah, I've yeah. seen so many TikToks of people like, we had a Last of Us watch party and it's just three people like... <laughs> yeah. it's, gone, it's gone from like horrendous Pedro Pascal thirst pages to being like, I'm really sad about sad. Frank! <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was beautiful. I saw somebody compare it to the opening 10 minutes of Up. Oh, don't. <laughs> And it's kind of true. <laughs> Nick Offerman, live live action up guy. Oh, yeah, that would be he really would, good. He would do. He would do. Please don't do a live that. action up. Please don't. Can we not remake all animations? Some animate. Anyway, I know this is an animated game that we're remaking. Doesn't matter. It's They're doing a good it. job. <laughs> um, do it. Do it if it's good and it's going to be good. Don't do it if it's bad and will be terrible. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about this. Not for the- me. Is. So I pre-told you before this, I have a little mini what's that about. Mm. Are you going to do it now? Yeah, I'm going to do it now. Okay. Because it's Last of Us related. Well, will I do a quick sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it in 2023, right, that we are still dealing with people going, I don't like that episode because gay? Ah, yes. There has been a- <laughs> I mean, annoyingly, as is to be expected, because we know there are a whole bunch of tools out there. So I've just just pulled it up. We've just both agreed that, you know, it's probably um, the best episode, our favorite episode. It's one of the best episodes of TV I've watched in a while. Exactly. It was so complete. If you go to IMDb now, episode one, 9.2 out of 10. Episode 2, 9.2 out of 10. Episode 3 has been slowly dropping. When I looked this morning, it was in the 8s. It's now at 7.9. Oh, it's good. still a respectable um, thing. Good. I can't remember how to do it. I have seen it anymore. But if you look at the breakdowns, the amount of ones that have just appeared is unbelievable. Now, if you truly aren't homophobic, like some people claim, I don't understand how you could still watch that and give it a 1. The only reason you're giving it a 1... <laughs> <laughs> it's because there were two beards kissing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's bad. It's bad. It's so boring. I can't believe that we're still doing this. Okay, so yeah, get in the bin, all you horrible people who've done that, because you're wrong and you shouldn't have that point of view. But yes, I'm I'm gonna what's that about negative? What's that about sandwiches right now? And go from the positive, our positive review, and your horrible what's that about to another positive, funny, silly thing. Okay. I liked when they first kissed at the piano because Nick Offerman's face disappeared between beards. The beards? Like his, <laughs> his face completely disappeared. <laughs> <was> very funny. <laughs> I mean, it was a lovely moment, but I couldn't help but giggle because his face just vanished. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm trying to think of anything I was going to say. Yeah. Um, if somehow you're listening to us and you have a problem with it, it's because they're gay. I've got news for you. The Last of Us only gets gayer. <laughs> so, I have also heard this. So maybe just drop out now. <laughs> and take yourself for a jump in the bin. Yes, please. A short walk. No, a long walk off a short pier. But there you go. There you go. <laughs> right. Shall we? Uh, anyway, it's great. If somehow you're still not watching The Last of Us, yeah, we've just spoiled a whole episode for you. A whole of it, but please just put it on. God damn it! Uh, and also, none of you done it yet. Email in your thoughts. Oh yeah, have we, I didn't check. Have we, have I haven't we? checked either. I've just assumed. <laughs> I can't, I, I'll do it right now. Vamp. I, I checked earlier in the week, and I didn't have any. I checked at the weekend when we were supposed to do it, and we didn't have any. Uh, but that was only like two days after their last release, so that's understandable, I guess. We do not. Okay. One for the Google Ads Podcast Manager. What? Oh, lovely. Thanks very much for that. Yeah, thank you. Okay, good. Are we punctuationing? I think so. What are we doing now? 
Well, it's again, it's sort of similar to last week. We're just going to do a whole big old bunch of did you see the things because there's a lot to get through. And a lot of that stems from DC making a bunch of announcements. We should kick off with DC, I think. DC did a lot of work. Well, I'll rephrase that. They have done a lot of work and they are announcing that lot of work that is then now at the stage where they can continue that work into more work to make the thing that they talked about from the work that they just did. So then we can see the thing. Yeah, and then they can release that work and we can then do our work, which is this, did you see the thing work? Yes, yes. So did you watch, or did you just see it, did you watch the James Gunn video? I watched the whole thing. I have not watched the James Gunn video. I like James Gunn. He's got dyed white hair. He's a bit Uh, mental, isn't he? It's a bit mental looking. I think he really likes these characters. I am very excited. Personally, shall we talk about them? Let me get a list. I've got, a few, I've got a few like um, just like quick snippets tagged from Hollywood Reporter, various Hollywood Reporter clips and pages. Um, talked about the exit of Henry Cavill, which yep. was obviously not great, but that's the way they're going. Yeah, uh, the murky, let's call it that, future of Ezra Miller. Yeah, who knows um, what that's doing? Yeah, and then yeah, some other bits and bobs. Um, one of the ones I'm more excited about is Robert Pattinson will continue as Batman in at least one more crime crime saga movie. So it's going to be like a like a more detective style movie, which which banged. Still going to be Matt Reeves, excellent, good, thank you. Um, and that's going to be tagged as the Elseworlds projects. This not, is my not titled that. Just yeah, this is my favorite. Some dogs going absolutely insane outside my house. <laughs> it's going mental. Wow. Um, I've seen some people like weirdly complaining about this. Like, well, what's different? They're doing the same thing. I think making it very, very obvious that this is Elseworlds, great. Because that means people will begin to expect an Elseworlds thing will be completely different and yeah. people will do whatever they want. Yep. That's sick. I, I also don't understand the complaint that why are they doing it? Because it's just the same. Well, it wasn't the same. This was like a dead set detective movie with a few fights in it. Yeah. Whereas the other ones have been fight movies with a bit of detectiving. Yep. I am. I'm very excited for that. Great. They're doing Joker 2 as well in that world, aren't they? Not that uh, world, but an Elseworlds but, thing. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, the Batman, the Batman 2, the Batman. It's just Batman Part 2, I think. The Batman Part 2. I think it is, yeah. It's probably says it somewhere. Uh, it's currently slated as October 3rd, 2025. Ooh. So, which probably means it'll start filming late this year, maybe? It'll be next year. Uh, ooh, yeah, if it's this year, it's... it will be very late. I'd expect early next year. Okay, cool. Ooh, okay, okay. Very, very briefly. It's a crime one. So, who do you want in it? As who's, a villain. The, who's the villain? Uh, I mean, we're going to keep the penguin. Penguin's still going to be about. Yeah, he'll still be around. I think he'll be a side bit. I think Batman will have got to him in the interim between Batman 1 and 2. Yep. So he might be locked up or he might just be... He might be out in the world, but a bit more shackled. Um, I mean, we saw the Joker teaser of Barry Keown and that's like... I'd rather okay, not. Okay, cool, but maybe do his own do another jonker <laughs> <sighs> i don't know i mean you could say harley again but again done to death freeze i would thought freeze i'd like freeze i wouldn't mind freeze i wouldn't mind a harley dent clayface could be fun is that too weird for that world i think clayface may be too weird it might be too um, weird. I think like Court of Owls. Who've not Court of Owls would yet. be cool. I, do you know who I think would absolutely slap in this universe is a Poison Ivy. Oh, because dark, mysterious, a bit, a bit, a bit weedy, if you will. Oh, thank you very much. Um, like yep. Yeah. Do you want to see Catwoman back? Yeah, it's a bit of fun, isn't she? Yeah, it's a bit of fun. I wouldn't mind seeing mask, again. which is only like a bit of a hat, really, isn't it? <laughs> Which is cut a hole in it. Yep. Also, Zoe Kravitz was great. She was great. Agreed. Do more. She was good. Yep. Sounds good. I'm in. Um, anything else on that? On the Elseworlds thing? Uh, yeah. No, I just like it as an idea. I think it's great. 
Okay, cool. The next bit on the Batman, the Batman, the Batman news, which isn't the Batman news, it's just normal Batman news, is we are going to get a separate, not Robert Pattinson Batman movie titled Brave and the Bold. Yes, so this is becoming in the connected universe. In their sort of normal DCU. Yes. The mainstream, if you will, universe. Yes. Uh, Introduces Robin, Damon Wayne, Damien Wayne, sorry. Yep. Um, Gunn is quoted as saying, who is a little son of a bitch. <laughs> so I, this, I've i not read any Damien Wayne comics, but I remember when he started appearing in comics, I was actually reading Batman in the solo issues at that point. So I know that Damien Wayne, the first load of the times, is Batman keeps having to remind him not to kill people. Oh, good. He's regularly like, yeah, but why wouldn't I just chop his head off? He's like, no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Just, uh, just reel it in, boys. <laughs> um, so that's fun. I think that's good. Uh, I'm excited for that. I who do you think they're going to get for it? For the for for Robin or for it's, Batman? It's not going to be Batfleck anymore. No, it sounds like they're going younger because they wanted a younger Superman as well. Mm-hmm. So Batman's a little bit older than Superman generally. <sighs> it might be an unknown. You know, that might not be the worst thing in the world. Who would be a good Batman? Not be funny. I wouldn't mind Jensen Ackles. Uh, oh, mm. Soldier Boy. He does the Batman animated voice sometimes, and he's quite good. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's really tough. I think I think they might be advised to, or they might be better off to go with a slightly more unknown. Not a totally unknown. But slightly more. Yeah, yeah but, I agree with that. But like an up-and-coming TV guy, maybe. Uh, and then I think Robin will be even less known. Yeah, cause I think he's only like 11 in the comics, so who knows if they'll go that young. But yeah. Um, so I think, I, I mean, I'm excited for that because I love Batman stuff. And it's kind of fun to have Robin again. It will be, and it will be fun to have a Robin. And hopefully it means the DCU is going to go somewhere good finally, hopefully, maybe. Yep. But... I mean, doing more Batman stuff is just out of necessity, I think, because they're like, we need, we need a Batman. But I'm sure there's probably other wider DC characters that would fit into that same function. What I'm hoping for is, they might not do this at all, in the comic books, Damian Wayne is like the fourth or fifth Robin. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping this isn't an origin story and they'll be like, yeah, he is the fifth Robin. And also in this world is a Nightwing, a Batgirl. Um, that would bang. Oracle. Oracle, all that kind of stuff. I'm hoping that's the way they would go with it. So you want like Batman Year Seven type thing? Yes, because if you're doing the Robert Pattinson super crime detective and it's just probably just him, then why not be like, ooh, all the Bat characters in the the main one? I think that'd be fun. Yeah, or are they going Damian Wayne because Matt Reeves has already started writing his and he's got like a Dick Grayson or something already in it? Uh, I hope he doesn't. I would rather see Batman and Jim. Yeah, me out, too. Out for blood type thing. Yeah. Getting their Spanish wrong again. <laughs> yeah. And maybe stalling the Bats tank. We've not had any confirmation on that. <laughs> yes, also weird. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm excited for Batman stuff. Um, more DC stuff. Do you want to talk at all about Ezra Miller or do you just think bad? I just think bad. Maybe the sounds like they might be getting help if they do. Yeah, okay, but is it real? Who knows? I don't know. I, I'm intrigued to see that movie. Sounds like it could be insane. Um, I'm still fully prepared for it not to come out. I'm fully prepared for it to come out and still be awful. I mean, there's uh, that too. <laughs> I just want Ezra Miller to be better. Yep. In in every sense, like like get better and get help and stuff, but also from that then just be a better person. Just be better. <laughs> I also would like him to be a better Flash. He's a very average Flash. Probably fair. And probably more... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. He's just... I know. Well, the problem is, is they filmed the whole thing. The thing is, like, he is not good enough at that role to warrant putting up with nonsense, is my personal opinion. Anyway, let's move on. Should we talk about more fun things? That's like, enough. Uh, I on the list of the movies coming out, I'm most excited for Superman Legacy. Mm-hmm. Do we? I mean, I've sort of 
I glazed over that for some other, in favor of some other stuff. So you can talk more about that. Do well, we have it? Do we have anything about who Superman is going to be? Not yet. So it's going to be written by James Gunn. Don't know who's directing it. If he's writing it, I wouldn't be surprised if he directs it, which I think would be good actually. Yes. And we're looking at like 2025 for that. He said it's going to be a younger Superman. Um. But again, I hope we don't have origin because we've just done origins. No, I also hope we don't do that. But I just, I hope we get a good Superman. So I've been reading more recently Superman comics and there are some really great Superman comics. Uh, So I'm really hoping we get some of those. The ones that he used a photo of is All-Star Superman and it's really good. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think what else. I read a Superman comic recently. I can't remember the name of it now. And it's so best Superman stories are when he's he is super powerful, obviously, but it's about him and the little things. So mm. he learns Batman tells him in this comic, for example, that a little girl has been kidnapped and her sister is certain that an alien did it. So it's Superman traveling um through like space and all this sort of crazy stuff happening to him to try and find this one little girl. Oh, that sounds good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really good. So it's stuff like that. I'm like, I really hope we get that kind of thing. Yeah. So, not to like belittle anything, but a bit more fun adventures as opposed to horrible catastrophes all the time. Superman is meant to be hope and optimism and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So let's have him be hopeful and optimistic why not and, and can we not have it be i guess the easiest way to describe it is can we not have it be metropolis as what gotham was in the batman now i love that gotham for this the batman but superman i think should have more color and vibrance because the whole idea is hope and goodness I- would love it if it's like the Superman animated Gotham. Yes. Can we have it more visually represented as such, please? So like lots of gold, lots of art deco. um, Bunkers, colours. I've also, I've said Gotham, not Metropolis is what I meant. Yeah. Um, Because it looks so cool. I mean, hang on, I'm just grabbing a thing. I want that. Yeah, see, that looks absolutely insane. I would love that. Yeah, that's what I want. Give us comic book stuff, man. It's good. Just lean into it and have a bit of fun. I think yeah. that would be cool. And cool. also, unlike the last time, don't make Gotham Metropolis just across a river. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> the next borough over, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Can I move along still with DC? Yep. For, it was a it was like a cross post from Spotify and the DC official page on the day of all these announcements. And the caption is, she's not a little girl anymore. Welcome to Harley Quinn and the Joker, Sound Mind. Which is like a podcast audiobook thing with Christina Ricci as the voice of Harley Quinn. I am I forget who's playing the Joker now. It did say somewhere. Um, but that's out now on Spotify and stuff. So I want to give that a go because I like weird, weird other things with Harley in them. That sounds cool. So, I actually don't know. I'm going to go on Spotify now and see, um, like, what the what the format's like. What the is it episode length? Is it one big kind of audio book thing? thing? Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm excited for that. So it just says podcast. So is it going to be like weekly episodes, twenty two oh, yeah. minute episodes, and there are fucking seven out already. <laughs> I don't know if that's seven total. But nice. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, played by Christina Ricci, is fresh out of grad school, a new psychologist at Arkham, determined to help her patients' colleagues run her off. But her dad is sick and in need of expensive life saving operations that she can't afford. Huh. She meets page, patient J, Billy Magnuson. I know that name. You do, you know Billy Magnuson. He is, what's he been in recently? He's in No Time to Die. He's the guy that portrays Felix and Bond. <sighs> he's always smiling. He, he's in Aladdin. He's in Game Night. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Good. So this is this is Harleen as Harleen. As a podcast. Oh. This sounds good, actually. 
I will give this a listen. That sounds good. Report back, and if it's good, I will also give it a listen. I will give this a listen. Uh, and again, I can... Uh, let me take that little note. I will link that. I mean, everything we've talked about hasn't really been linkable because it's all just out there in the world. But because the this world, is like yeah. a direct piece of content, I will I suppose I'll link I, this. I will send you the Twitter to uh, James Gunn's um, video. Video, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, 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 yeah. good, good. So if you don't know everything that's being announced, that will be the place to be. James Gunn. <laughs> oh, whilst we're doing this, a side Superman note from James Gunn, he tweeted after uh, saying Superman trunks or no trunks, and then a vote. And last time I saw, I don't know if it still is, overwhelmingly trunks. You mean like pants over tights? Yes. <laughs> I mean, we just said, give us comic book stuff. Just, just do it. Just give it. <laughs> give it. Let's go all out, Jim. Come on. Uh, okay, I've sent you that link as well. Yeah, sick. Um, I'm just going to quickly look back to my notes to see if there's any more DC stuff specifically. I think I may be moving on from DC, but if you have anything else, please do regale us. Uh, I don't know much about everything else that's coming out. I like that. Um, I like to in the video he described the TV show that they're doing for HBO Max called Lanterns, and he described it as True Detective but with Green Lanterns, and I thought that sounded <gasps> super cool. That does sound cool, actually. <laughs> Maybe some good Green Lantern stuff. Yeah. So I was so that is another one that I'm really excited for. That sounds cool. Wicked. Okay, good. I mean, it's very exciting. You said a couple of weeks back that James Gunn hasn't missed recently, and I know none of these are out yet apart from this podcast thing. But, but please don't miss. It's got fucking potential, doesn't it? It's got like some serious promise. I am excited. I feel like James Gunn as well really values because being a director, he values directors doing their own thing. Mm. So yeah. I would, I really, this sounds so weird to say, I really hope there's some absolutely incredible ones and then some genuinely crap ones because at least he's sort of letting people make their movie. Yeah, like we don't know the week. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for I'm excited for this. It should be good. I mean, we're not going to see any of this until like 24, 25, but who cares? <laughs> also, um, if James, because we know you're listening, if you've got any input, which I'm sure you do, uh, with regards to where the Harley Quinn TV series, animated series, is put out, can we have a UK release destination, please, and we can have it be permanent as well? That'd be great. Yeah, thank not, you very much. Not for like three days on four AD or whatever it is. Yeah, and you get them in non chronological order or whatever the fuck. Just give yep. us, give us. Yep, because that is like season one was excellent. It's renowned as a very good show. Can we just have it, please? Can we just get access to it? Thank just you. put it on a Netflix, put it on a whatever. Yeah, Prime Video, they, I mean, they're fine. Just do just yeah. anything. I mean, are they yeah. fine? Foreshadowing. Bum, bum, bum. I've got no more DC stuff. I do have some other things that I did see, and I would like to ask you, did you see these things also? Go on, hit me. Well, one of which, bad news, everyone, unfortunately. Oh, no. Bad news, everyone. Jedi Survivor delayed a few weeks. You say bad news, I say good news, I'm saving up, gives me extra time. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I'm, that's fine, you've turned it around on us because it could have gone either way. Um, it's also really, I suppose, good news because they, they are showing care and attention and they want to get it right. Yep. Um, they wanted some, I forget the wording, it wasn't like increased fidelity, but they wanted it just to be better polished, better. basically. I um, want to know if your next thing is also Star Wars because there's something Star Wars I want to talk about. It may be. You hit me. Uh, it's the Mando weird. No, it's not. Real, Unreal Engine seeing. Five demo. Oh, I did see that. Yes, but that is not what I was going to talk. I'm going to post that link for everyone because me oh my, do I want that game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jedi Survivor delayed a few weeks. Uh, the current or the the updated release date is now April 28th, which obviously still not miles away and not heaps away from where it was supposed to be. So not terrible when you consider that. It's hopefully for good reasons. Fair enough. Is that your end of your Star Wars bits? Nope. Okay, please tell me this next thing is the next thing that I want to talk about. Go. Is it Visions? Yes! <laughs> Go on then. Right, okay, I'll do this. So Visions, season two is coming. Visions, the first season was a collection of short films by different animation studios and uh, all telling different stories. They're not like canon or anything like that, but they're all very cool. 
Anyway, they've announced what's this, the nine studios that are working on them. Cartoon Saloon, don't know it. Punk Robot, don't know it. MR Studio, don't know it. Dart Stadio, don't know it. Triggerfish, 88, don't know it. El Giri Studios, don't know it. Studio La Cachette, don't know it. But most importantly, Ardman. Yes. Wallace and Gromit fame yes. is coming to Star Wars. <laughs> now, Ardman are known for doing other types of animation, but very much as their sort of side projects. So does that mean that this is a big project for them because it's a big property that they're going to? So is it claymation? Are we getting Play-Doh Star Wars? <laughs> we hope we are. And I want them to have the Wallace and Gromit faces as well. Yeah, the weird you know, sort the of rubbery. cheeks. Yeah. I am so excited for this yeah. Ardman. <laughs> I'm so baffled because I saw that that the, um, the Star Wars page posted and I, again, like you, yeah, I was like, no, no, no. What the <laughs> fork? <laughs> I'm really excited for that. It's going to be mental. Insane. I, so based on that, are we, what is it? Did you say nine? Does that mean we're getting nine shorts? Probably. It was a shorter studio last time, wasn't it? I mean, I would like to think so. I can't imagine who on here Ardman's going <laughs> to collaborate with. <laughs> oh, you know, how, would you, how would you do manga claymation? Can you imagine that sort of... How are they going to do the lightsabers? Twizzlers. <laughs> Twizzlers and um, pipe cleaners or something, I don't know. <laughs> pipe cleaner lightsabers. I don't know. I'm sure they've got some way of doing it. I'm in. I'm so excited for this. And of course it is. It's coming out on May 4th, because obviously. Obviously. Which means they've been tinkering with this for a little while now. Yeah, yeah. So these are all all ready to go. Probably, Probably, yeah. Very excited. The last day was so good. I'm going to have to do a lot of Star Wars rewatching soon. People sort of were like hit and miss on it. And I think it's just sort of like, yeah, just give us weird. These aren't connected to anything. Go weird. Why not? It's what we all, like, not always, but we talk about it quite a bit. It's like, and we've just said it about Superman and stuff. Just do it. Just do a thing. Go go ham. Like, who cares? As, as I'm getting older, I'm becoming more and more into, just show me weird stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but like, but like <laughs> what I mean is, is like, if you've got an idea and it doesn't necessarily fit into whatever it is, try it. Yeah. I just want to see that. That's yep. my, that's currently, that's my thing. Yep. I uh, fully agree. And there's no, especially with these, because like you say, they're, they're not connected to anything. There is absolutely no reason to just give it a punt and hope yeah. for the best. Like, Just give it a go. Yep. Crack on, lads. Hope for the best. We we might be the only two, but we wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs> we wish you the best, but we can't wait. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that one because it's probably a bit boring I've got no more Star Wars stuff I've got one more on my list and then we can move on Or hit me, hit me with your last one I have one more thing in total my last one which I don't know if you might know more about because you played the first game I have it but haven't played it yet Ghost of Tsushima 2 teaser spotted yeah. in a Playstation trailer I heard about this. Now, I've watched this trailer a few times, and I can't really spot it. it he, he appears very, very briefly, and everybody's going mental for it. It could be from the first game. <laughs> yeah, it could. It's just a PlayStation. It's not because PlayStation are doing anything different. They were just like, hey, isn't PlayStation great? And they give yeah. you this sort of compilation, 30 seconds or whatever, of properties. Yeah, I also, I don't know. I, yeah, it might be new. Cool. Um, but I don't know if it is new. No idea. If it is, so bloody sick, mate. Bloody sick, mate. I mean, does that mean we're going to get a revamped um, Legends version, the online I, multiplayer? I would be down. That game slapped. That would be cool. Um, yeah, we'll see. I guess. I mean, um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna write in my notes to to link that PlayStation trailer because it was really cool and it just shows like good properties. So if you have a PlayStation and you've not played any of these, these are the PlayStation properties. Go play them because you probably might have access to some of them with PS Plus. So. Yep, you probably do. Uh, and they are good fun. You should definitely give them a look. Um, okay, my final thing was I went and saw Steven Spielberg's oh, yes. latest, uh, The Fablemans, last night. <coughs> and it was a very good. Good. Do you know anything about this movie? It's about him growing up. 
Yes, pretty much. And is it, I might be sort of crossing the streams here, but is it about one or both of his parents being a bit horrible? Is his dad a bit horrible or something? Or So it's interesting you say that. I picked up from social media that his dad was a bit horrible. Yeah. And watching the film, I don't think either of them are horrible. Okay. Um, I don't, yeah. I mean, so yes, this is semi-autobiographical. They're not, like the main character isn't called Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know how much is true, how much isn't true. It's interesting. It, it is about this kid um, who falls in love with movies and is being moved around and trying to make movies and all this kind of stuff. And yes, his parents are, you know, having romance issues, shall we say. I don't think either of them are horrible. The, I think the difference is, is the mum is very encouraging of his filmmaking and the arts. And his dad, he's not not encouraging. He just sees it as a hobby. Mm, okay. Because actually throughout the film, if he needs new equipment and stuff like that, his dad does buy it for him. He's not like, you idiot child. He's like, he does support it. He's like buying him his Legos, essentially. Yeah. But he just thinks that he'll get to a point and he'll go off and do engineering or business or something like that. Got you. Um, so no, I don't think either are horrible, but I liked it. I thought it was good. It was an interesting watch. He's so good at directing, man. <laughs> like, it's insane. You don't see. So, but like, I was thinking, everybody knows Steven Spielberg's really good. But when people talk about best directors, why does nobody ever mention best, like, alive directors? Steven Spielberg. People talk about Christopher Nolan or or whoever. I've forgotten all other directors. <laughs> um, but Steven Spielberg, right, so his last couple of movies, The Fablemans, really good. West Side Story, really good. Ready Player One. Mm. Nobody is giving you Schindler's List, a musical, Jurassic Park, Jaws. Nobody's doing that but Steven Spielberg. Like, <laughs> And then also the the sort of more general creative mind behind him as well. Like he is the creator and co-founder of so many other things. Things, yeah. That he ha- obviously will have sort of producer level contributions to, editor level contributions to. Yep. Bit of a wizard, isn't he? He's just bloody great. Steven Spielberg, you, you're you the man, man. Give me a job. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. I'd crumble. I would also crumble, but I couldn't let Steven see me cry. So I would have to I tell you what. I'll be the coffee guy. I can like it. Like I can it. Do apparently, that. he's lovely. Yeah, I've heard this also. So apparently, Kihi Kwan, of, I was going to say friend of the show. He doesn't know who we are. I wish he was. <laughs> Regularly mentioned on the show, Kihi Kwan. He has said in interviews, I think we maybe even talked about this, Spielberg still sends him a Christmas present every year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very lovely. lovely. Very lovely. Uh, and I imagine anyway. he won't be the only one that receives from Stephen either. Probably not. So yes, Fablemans, I really liked it. The final shot is a visual gag that I was about one of four people in the cinema, which had me giggling. So (laughs) this really good stuff. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I'm happy to move on now to our final section. Second to final, technically. I don't have anything else. So I shall punctuations. What's that about? What on earth is that about? I can tell you, mate, honestly. Cool. Well, um, I'm glad you were all here for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I couldn't tell you. It was last week that we didn't have any, wasn't it? We had a bit of a shocker. We did, um, which is maybe not the worst thing in the world because, um, you know. It's better not we... to be miserable all the time. <laughs> exactly. It's better not yeah, to be miserable. I guess. Speaking of, let's both be miserable for about five minutes. Ooh, that sounds delightful. Let's do that. Mine is, my what's that about? My terrible, horrible, <laughs> wild inconvenience, which only is a problem for very, very first world people and only if you partake of this particular service. Why does um, pr- Amazon content consumption products, i.e. Prime Video, Kindle, Audible, etc., yep. why do they now make you go to the Amazon.com website to buy the product you want to then consume in the Prime Video Audible Kindle platform. I can tell you why. Go on. It's because you're so bought into the system, they can do what you what they'd like. 
and we'll just eat it up because we've got no options. <laughs> but it's fucking stupid. So I have to, like, so we were downloading a movie for Carla to watch on the tablet in the car as we drove down to visit you last weekend. Yep. We were on the tablet on the Prime Video app, ready to rent video, download video. Yep. There is no rent video button. It just says this fail- this is available to rent. <laughs> yes, I know. I am trying to rent it. <laughs> it it just direct and and then it turns out that it's not just Prime Video. It is the other Amazon owned Prime. Eh, sorry, Amazon owned content consumption platforms like books and audibles and whatever. Yeah, uh, Kindle, Audible, Comicology, all the same. Yeah, dumb. It's terrible. Yep. It's rubbish. It's really stupid. Why? Like as well, it's like it's adding an extra inconvenient step to what was previously a very good and easy process. The same process of which the likes of um like YouTube, for example. If you want to rent something on YouTube, it's just in YouTube. Just rent it. It's there. You can have it. But why is it the mobile apps? So like wait, no, what am I talking about? Well no, yeah, I am right. I was like, wait, can you download it? On my PS5, I can rent directly from the app there. Can you? I could. Last time I did it. It wasn't that long ago. So why is it just phones and tablets then? What's why that? is it just phones and tablets? Seriously, what is that about? <laughs> that seems stupid. <laughs> it's That's dumb as all hell. Very dumb. I don't get it. And I tell you what, really don't like it. Please stop doing that. Please give us the previous way back. <laughs> yep, I agree. It's dumb. At least yours is uh, not still ill in dollars. <laughs> true at least we're in, in the correct location yes <laughs> with the correct currency thank you very much oh no no, no no amazon i am still in the uk it's just in dollars yours is worse the worst part about it is is the advertising banner that will be like now only five pounds you click it 6.99 dollars <laughs> Like, why? Why? That's that. <laughs> that's that. Like, oh, so annoying. That's not even my what's that about. <laughs> Fuck you, Prime. Sons of bitches. <laughs> my what's that about, also about a streaming service, Netflix. What the hell are you doing, lads? Mm, bad, what? I think. Have you seen it? Have you read the rules? Yeah, so uh, we, don't, we don't share accounts. But if we shared accounts... I would have to go to your house and log in with my devices that I use it on every month with your shared account every month. Yes. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a faff. If, by the way, you forget to do this for some reason, maybe you're on a 32 day long holiday, very long holiday. I don't have those, but imagine you you just get locked out of your account. Everyone does. Yes. Oh, good. (laughs) That's good, isn't it? Fabulous. Yeah, it's lovely. Now, now also imagine this situation. Now, I don't know how often she uses it. Probably not that much. She used to use it probably more. I have given my gran, our gran, my Netflix account. Oh, yeah. That's gone. She can't use that now. Yeah, that is gone. I'm going to have to tell her about that. Yeah. And I feel like... <sighs> this is so stupid, Netflix. I can give her my Disney Plus account. Um, <laughs> like, there is so much... There's, there's things like that that must be happening all over the place where somebody's trying to be nice to somebody they know or, or whatever, and they're just like, well, what's the point now? Yeah. Because I'm paying the higher subscription because it gives me more access to these accounts so that Grant can, can have access. Yeah, so that you can be nice. Yeah. But now, with this goes, I'm scaling it back. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Dumb. It, I wonder, does, the, does your downgrade because you lose all your additional accounts... Does that difference in cost, is that offset by the people who, like Grand, for example, who will need to pick up a Netflix account, for example? But she's not going to, is she? she? I mean, no, but like for the, the, for the majority do, of yes. cases. I do agree. I think the other problem is, though, is Netflix has become my least watched streaming service. Interesting. So it's probably fine then. So it's borderline bin it. There's just a couple things I like. Like I would have been sad if I missed Glass Onion. Strange things I still like. Yeah, but... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, like, so take, so take Glass Onion, for example. Like, a good Netflix property that comes out. What's, what's a Netflix... Like, what's a, what's a base-level Netflix subscription? I don't Nine-nine? know. Nine-Nine? Maybe. Yeah, so, so you say you just get it for a month and then cancel it. Buy it for a month. 
Like, it seems ridiculous. And, like, people kick off going, oh, my God, I can't believe it's that much per month. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, bad. but it's not. Like That's true. You could just not do it. You could I just, bet, you know, they will um, kick it up. Kick it up. They'll either kick it up or lock you into four months. If they do that, I think they will lose so many people. Apparently, they already are. Yeah, could, <laughs> you don't. I don't. I don't think you can do that because you can't lock them in. Because then, then what do you say? Like, it's not a monthly subscription; it's a quarterly subscription. I guess so. Yeah. So then you've got to charge them quarterly, and then that's even further going to turn people away. Or will they enter like an only bill annually system? I don't know. Oh, all of that can get in the absolute bin. Yeah, I would not be surprised if we see the end of Netflix uh, within five years. My goodness, another blockbuster. What if blockbuster came back? <laughs> this is what you deserve, Netflix, for what you did to blockbuster. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> you deserve this. Yeah, what is that about? Yeah, what's that about? I'm anyway, I'm, I'll, I'll be going to visit Gran and break her to bed. Yeah, I, um, I'm done. I'm done. I'm tapped out. It's a long week. Shall we have our final punctuation? Yeah, final punctuation. So, before we get to the very, very... Exciting news, everyone. It's not that exciting. Little peek behind the curtain. We are recording this Friday at 6.30. Tomorrow, Andrew. Yes. It's the Calcutta Cup. Yes. Reigning champions for the last three years. Yes. How are we feeling? Big and nervous. <laughs> Weirdly, and we talked about this earlier today, this is a whole separate... Maybe we should... Should we pause this and do bonus bonus content? We'll just, we'll just, we'll just finish this little section here and then we'll do, do the wrap up the end. Less nervous than I normally am. That means we're going to get hammered. <laughs> Classic. And, and you can hear England fans screaming at us through their headphones. Classic Scottish arrogance. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm actually so much less worried than I normally am. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have it on record that I am absolutely fucking terrified. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I can't wait for you to have a bum-clenching train journey all the way to and from. I'm so scared. Uh, We'll see. I guess. I'm so jazzed. I'm going to go to the shops in the morning and buy myself some Guinnesses. Ooh, some I do this. Out. I do this every year. If I'm not going to one of the games on opening weekend, I buy a car in the Guinness. Nice. For just for opening weekend, because it's too much otherwise, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It's not a healthy period of my life, the Six Nations. <laughs> nah, it's bad. Anyway, I am looking forward to it overall, uh, but yeah, I'm a bit scared. Can I be honest? Yeah. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, what do you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to talk about your thing that you're doing. What am I doing? You're writing? Oh, yeah, my review's out, ladies and gentlemen. That's up now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's up. It's for a game called Sail Forth. You can read it on the website that we'll tweet. We'll link it. <laughs> Don't worry, he's useless. <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, and yeah, just give it, give it, a, give it a like. Give it a, give it a, give it all you, give it all you've got. A nice little comment. Don't mention that I sent you. Just a nice little comment makes me seem cooler than I really am. Um, yeah, sick. I forgot about that. I forgot I hadn't mentioned that because we've taken so long. Yeah, between yeah, we've been talking about it sort of behind the scenes for a while, and it's finally, yeah. finally there. So yeah, good. Yep. Do you want to do? Do you want to do the contact us bit? Yes, you can email us at did you see the thing at gmail.com as ever. That is at at did you see the thing at squiggle thing at gmail.com. That is the email. And you can find us on Twitter at what's that about? And you can find us on Instagram at did you see the thing? And you yes. can find me at PJ Game Photos. And yet, none of you are still liking it. Is that a sentence? Yes. Sick. I've just had a thought. Oh, I wish you hadn't. Sometimes, <laughs> so do I. See now that we're doing this bit that we're doing, this recurring squiggle thing bit. Yep, I see what you're saying, yeah. Does that mean that people think there's a literal letter A-T at the start of our email, and that's why we're getting no emails? 
That has blown my mind. <laughs> the email is just did you see the thing at squealthing gmail.com. There we go. We have amended the bit. So if you've been emailing us for the past four weeks, which I can only imagine hundreds of you have been. I would also love that. That would be the funniest thing in the world. If we bollocks if we bollocked it. <laughs> maybe oh, I should that? maybe I should very quickly set up a Gmail with that address so that we've got see anything comes through. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anyway, tell us your Last of Us thoughts. You maniacs. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, and if you, you if you've got a particular if you've got a particular baddie that you want to see Robert Pattinson's Batman uh, go up against in the Batman Two, let us know. And if you have casting thoughts for either of the DCU Batman and the DCU Superman, let us know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Do that. And with that, I think we're finished. See you later, nerds. I'm joking. We love you. Bye, everyone. The Uh, end. Woo.